Keeping It Real with Tanya and Nettie. Hello, Tanya. How are you? I'm doing very well. How are you, Nettie? Yeah, good. Now, where are you at? You know, last time we spoke to you, um, you gave us an update on you and Kevin. So it'd be lovely just to start with knowing how you're going. Well, um, he came over the other day and our hope was just to spend some time together and just connect, talk about a few, um, you know, sort of details uh, with the breakup and what's happening with this and what's happening with that. And it didn't take long for us to just start fighting and arguing. And by the end of it, he was just like, I didn't come here for this. I didn't, I didn't come here to argue. And I was kind of standing there going, huh? Like, just stop. Like, why are we like, there was really these moments where I was standing there going, what the hell is going on? Like, it was such a minuscule thing that was nothing. And it was just a question. And then it was just like, I was, I felt like I was banging my head up against the wall. And it was just very clear to me at that time that we are just on two completely different levels, two completely different paths. We're just not, I almost want to say like energetically compatible right now. Yeah. The word I was thinking was in sync. You're just not in sync. Yeah. Yeah. And it was very clear to me because we did talk about, you know, sort of in our, like my breakup podcast that um, I've grown and I've, and I've worked through, and that's not to say I don't have still have stuff to work through. I do. I am no angel in any of this, but that I have worked through sort of those things that like the intimacy and the opening your heart and the getting close, I've worked through those things. And I think that raises sort of your vibration to a different level. And, and maybe that's something that, that he needs to work through to be able to sort of rise and grow with me. And it was just so clear to me that we're on two different levels. It was just doing this, you know, like just not in sync at all. And so as a result of that, I, I'm getting to the point where I really think that it's best maybe that we don't see each other at all for the next while and 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 then Kevin is given the opportunity just to heal and yeah. and or choose not to you know and I I hate that thought I hate that thought that that he may just be like I don't want to or, or you know I don't want to face what I have to face or deal with it but he does have that choice but I feel like I still have expectations that aren't fair to have yeah when he stepped away to be working on himself with me being around, I still have expectations and that's not, yeah, it's just not fair. Yeah. So I think that happens in a lot of relationships. It's like now we have to give each other the space to grow. And, and, you know, you mentioned before that you've grown, but you've always grown. I think you always grow. I think when you stop growing, you die. Yeah, that you're on the lesson, you're on earth for lessons. So we'll always be growing. And so you're both then growing in your own ways. And 
and whether that means coming back or not coming back we've discussed that you know last time and um, yeah. I think you know I think that's often a wise move is to to have a period of no contact or limited contact and it's easier um, in situations where there's no children at all um, you know because it's just the two of you but you know it's a little bit more complicated in, in situations where you've both got kids that you you became part of but it's still then even for them it's it's you all need healing time to sit sit aside and work out what you're doing and and I do too like yeah. I I found you know in the relationship that I you know as things were kind of falling apart I really had to be in my masculine and I had to kind of run the show and I kind of had to take care of a lot of things and I'm at a point I don't want to be in my masculine yeah I want to be in my feminine yeah and 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 I'm not saying one or the other but I want to be leading in my feminine not in my masculine. I want to be able to sit back and just receive and go with the flow and get out of my head and not have to worry about all of these things. Yeah. And I feel that's really important for me. Yeah. And I'm seeing back to what we spoke about last time with the download that I had, it's flashing up now, which is interesting because before this podcast, I was getting steered to not you know, not discuss that too much, but um, it was, it's showing that the pattern of where he is with the amount that he's got open, which is actually not a, a higher percentage in his body than in his mind, but you've actually got a higher percentage of intuitive opened predominantly um, than you have physical. And when you put those two together, there's only a really small channel of communication that's working. And so if you if you're not in sync in that tiny little bit, then it's not going to flow. And so that's why you argue and you can't see each other's point of view because you're only seeing it from a physical perspective. You're not actually connecting as souls. Um, and that happens when we when we argue. We're often not seeing that that third, you know, narrative perspective that we spoke about last week. And so we're not seeing it from their way in the same way. And when, when only one of you is doing that and the other one's not, it's a it's an argument and, and you're sitting there going, how did that become an argument? You know, it shouldn't have. Um, can can you, you explain to me again what you said about his physical body? Yeah. Like how you explained the breakdown. I don't understand that. Can you say that again? Okay. So we have, say it's 100 points, right? And so during our life, we start with 90 points when we're first born are actually intuitive and 10 points of our focus are physical. And then as we get up through childhood, we get to a teenager and it's actually the opposite way. Now, this is just a guide. It's actually not, it's not um, like in stone because some people will be more than less but yeah, and then yeah. as a as a teenager, you actually become about ten percent intuitive and ninety percent physical. And so it's about you know that, that that they they change and they get more obsessed with their body and all that sort of stuff, and their communication gets less um, yeah. in sync. And then as a then from there in your mid twenties to thirties, it starts to go back down again. And by the time you're in your nineties, eighties, nineties, hundred, you actually are very highly intuitive again, unless in your physical body. And our bodies age in that sort of way, and that's why we only mate in a certain like our physical bodies can only mate in a certain time where where our um we're produced sorry reproduce, and it's where we're meant to be a mother in a time where our physical bodies are at a certain level. Um, and so when someone is out of sync and won't face their fears, they actually change like their level, their vibration level 
down to, to something that is not in their, their where they should be. And in his case, um, he may be more like someone in their 30s or 20s or even a teenager and be more physical um, in his uh, focus. So he might have 80 or 90% in physical and only 10% or 20% in intuitive. But you would have like 30 to 40% intuitive and 60% in physical. And so when you're trying to talk to each other, you know, you're not just like the two of us are very similar in the amount of physical and intuitiveness. So we can just flow and our spirits are talking to each other faster than we're talking to each other in our physical. And so it just tends to go in sync. And when, you know, we've almost heard what each other's saying before we finished, we're seeing more than what just the spoken word can say. We're, we're receiving feeling and emotions and all those things that are going with it. And when you're not in sync with that, when the vibration levels are off, you you hit walls where he's okay. Looking. Yeah. I love how you explain that because all I could sort of see was we are vibrationally, I'm here and he's here. Like it is just not connecting. Yeah. I'm not understanding what he's saying he's not understanding what I'm saying and it, it was weird yeah because we used to be very in tune and yeah so I love how you said that because it's so when we talk about vi different vibrational levels what you're explaining is it's about the ratio between intuitive and physical yes and also which parts are intuitive and which parts are physical. So you might both have 20 and 20, but you'll still be off sync a bit because you're not quite right. But mostly it's percentage-wise. So if you've got, if you're, you know, 20% in your chakra, the seventh, seventh chakra each, and you're discussing it, then you'll come in and you'll be on the same flow and the same sort of wavelength. And, um, and, and two, when you have that intuitive open, you're more connected to your center, to your heart. Yes to yeah. your feelings and then you have that others okay it's all coming together then yeah. you have that ability to see the other person's perspective and Correct. where they're coming from because there was a lot of times as things were kind of starting to go where it was like I completely see and understand where he's coming from but I'm just not being heard yeah like and yeah. I'm not being seen for my yeah. motivation for where I'm coming from that makes sense. Yeah. And you can do it within your own life. Like you can get times where you, yeah, you know, you're you're running along the right thing and something happens and you drop down. Or like, for instance, um, when the floods happened in our area and I, I volunteered to help people, my intuitive side went to like 80% and my physical side went to about 20%. And my capacity for knowledge was insane. I knew every person I met, I could remember their name, their situation, their relatives' names, anything that was said to me that I needed to know for the floods, their address with details. I, I can't remember normally my neighbor's name. I just, it, it just doesn't come. But I could, I had like a hundred people that I had just met that I could fully give you all their details. I knew their schedule for their, because I helped them all repair their houses. So I had a schedule of where they were at with everything. And people would say, man, like, this is amazing. But my intuitive side had to take over to survive. 
So it went into survival mode and, and it said, okay, the physical, we won't. And then my husband's going, hey, you haven't slept more than two hours or you have to eat or you have to do this because I was no longer capable of doing that um, because like thinking about it because I was way too high in my intuitive. Now that was for about seven months. And then I slept for about a month exhausted because I went back into the, the, the ratio that I should. But that shows you how we can kind of flow in and out and different situations will let us do it. But the biggest, biggest blocker is fear. So it is something from your past that you are not trying to face. And usually when someone blocks like this, that is what the issue is. And until they face it, they will not stay in that open ratio of intuitiveness. They just yeah. won't. Well, and why would you? Because you have to go into your feelings for that. Yes. And you get and, to, and the, you show the other people your feelings. So it's not only yeah. that you have to face it, that you know they can see it. So, you know, you open up the same level, you're opening up at a level where you might say, How are you? And you know that other person knows by just asking that how they are feeling. Like, you know, you, you your language well, as and you, that's and that's true, because he can't hide much from me. Yeah. Right? Because I'm so intuitive, right? Like I'll usually kind of pick up like, mm, you're saying you're okay, but. But you're not. Interesting. Because 40% is coming in intuitively and doesn't matter what he says, you still get that, you know, I don't care how many times you say you're happy. I know you're not. Like, yes. you know, I'm getting two languages. So, um, yeah, so he's shutting that down. And sometimes when you start to get an argument, they'll shut it down even further. Like. I don't want to deal with this. I don't want to deal with this. I don't want to do this. And then the argument gets worse and worse. Well, and, and that shutdown too, though, is I, I, I love how they're explaining this. The shutdown is a shutdown of your heart and it's a shutdown of your mind and your full physical. Yeah. That's what they're showing is that it, you just go full physical and you're yeah. not connecting to anything else. Yeah. I see a zip up of a handbag. It's like someone's looking going, oh, you've got that. And all of a sudden go, hang on, they're looking in my handbag. And then it's like, I don't want you to anymore. And they zip it up. Yes. And they just go, right, you're not looking in there anymore. You're not getting my secrets. You're not getting my my things. Because you might find out that, you know, I was uh, abused as a child or I was abandoned from my friend group in, you know, at school or I was that little fat chubby kid that I don't, that I never, that got teased and I don't want to deal with that anymore. I, like all those little things that are in that bag that you're unpacking and that other person gets to see, you zip up. You're like, nah, you're getting too close now. You're starting to see everything. I'm not having that. You know, if you deal with it, I'm going to have to deal with it. And I'm embarrassed about it. I don't want to have that, that part of my life. That's not who I am anymore, but it's still packed in your bag. So, right. So, yeah. Yeah. So what's a solution when, if, if somebody is to recognize and, and actually I'm going to stop on that question and hold it. What they showed me is when you were talking is that the intuitive is the feminine and the physical is the masculine, which is like all um, action-based. And yeah. then the intuitive is the flow of the information and the loving and the, and the caressing and all of that. But interesting because, and explain this to me. So like in a situation where somebody shuts down 
and they're purely in their physical, to me, that's not somebody in their masculine and fully in their masculine. Yeah. So, because they were showing me a correlation between like the masculine and the feminine in the intuitive and the physical. But when I look at the shutdown and fully in the physical, to me, that's not masculine either. Yeah. Does my question so, make sense? Yeah, it does. It's interesting because um, I remember years ago, um, uh, coming out with this thing and people were talking about masculine and feminine a lot and I, I totally understand it in in and why it comes across that it's a very human thing but I was told by spirit that there is no female or male there is no masculine and there is no it's physical. not about it's, gender it's not about yes. gender at all yes and I think that's where the confusion comes with masculine and feminine um, and so it's also like um, uh, positive and negative energies um, and so yeah spirit doesn't like me saying masculine and feminine so it's kind of shutting that it's it's shutting okay. that down but so I'm trying to translate that to heavier and lighter or they're saying no that's not it it, it it's negative and positive energy um it, it's softer and yeah it's so I'm seeing it more in a feeling than in a in a word if that makes sense okay. and not trying mm -hmm. to define it but um yeah so I'm I'm, I'm having trouble getting back on track with that that um because it's wanting me to define that more but I can't put words to it so um, what I could do is I can start talking about what I define masculine and feminine yeah as. that'd be great so masculine to me is when you're in that very action oriented you're getting things done you're creating or, or not creating you're following through on plans and you're making things happen and you're strong and your shoulders are up and, you know, you're plowing through life. Now, this isn't about a man, men or women. This is not about gender at all. So we can even find new words for it if we, if you would like, because that's why they that's were what relating saying. it to, yeah. yeah, that's why they were relating it to the intuitive and the physical, because physical is about going and doing and da da, -da. Yeah. And then the intuitive or the feminine is about receiving, sitting back, flowing, observing, and nurturing, and taking life as it comes, not making life happen. Yeah. Masculine yeah. or the physical makes life happen. The feminine lets life come to them or the spiritual because we open up in our spiritual and we allow sort of those messages and stuff to come through. Does that help you get back on track? Yeah. It's saying that. Um, so so the, the thing is um, that, that they're really glad this came up because language is a really important um, thing that people misinterpret. And yes. yeah. And so they're just being cautious to listeners at that time when masculine feminine was saying, I can feel this sort of sit back in the chair going, oh, I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm a masculine, am I masculine or feminine? You know, like, why do I have to be defined in that? And that's definitely not what, what is being said here in any way. No, not at all. It's, it's saying masculine and feminine is the language I understand. So I'm trying to relate it to your language. Yeah. And, and definitely the way you've described it there is perfect. It, it understands it. it. It's, you know, it's the physical, the, the, the actual tangible, um, yes, you know, that, that, um, the, the, almost the physical energy, the physical, um, uh, 
motion and everything that goes forward yes. and the other one the other they're both energies and so the other energy is actually the unseen unheard energy it's it is that that love and those things rather than the uh, you know physical do about. yeah the yes. doing yeah doing yeah. they've just gone doing 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 that's a great word you so know can I take you back to my question about yes. <laughs> like when the intuitive shuts down and it's just fully in the body that is still not a do type energy for to yeah, me. Absolutely. So what they're, yeah, that's right. You haven't gone, you, you're actually putting a block up. You're not either. So you right. start to shut down. And so what they're showing me with that, the bag that they were talking about, that you start to make little bags everywhere. And one of the dangerous things when you shut down is you take a different bag to each group. So you start being a different person everywhere. So you'll show this much of you to this person, this much of you to this person, this much of you to this person. And so your life starts to become compartmentalized, which is very difficult for yourself to live in. And so when you need to you start to get that creeper feeling love, you'll go and find it from one small source you won't address the life with love. So you start to do that. Um, and the only way back is either to start breaking down each bag and saying, okay, well, I'm only going to show this part of myself, but I'm going to show it to everyone. This bag's for everyone. And it's starting to open up that intuitive bit in a bigger way. But the ultimate thing that they need to do is face that fear right? And it doesn't mean right. you have to, don't have to unpack it and go through it and relive <clears throat> it. It's not part of the journey that you have to have. For some people, that's what works. But for you some just people, have it's to not. little by little, open up your heart and not be afraid. Yeah. And, and realize, oh, that's it. And trust. It's, yeah. And so it's breaking down that energetic fear that's in the thing. So the fear, which is hilarious, because the only one thing it would let me write today is Fear block, right? And kept circling fear can, block. Can I just share what happened at the beginning of the podcast? So yeah. we come to, we come to this podcast and we go, okay, what are we going to talk about? We used to have a list of topics and then Spirit was like, no, we're going to tell you how this is going to go. So as we're getting closer to the podcast, one of us will get some sort <laughs> of intuitive insight about what we're supposed to be talking about. So today... I said, I feel like we're supposed to talk about vibration, but you had wanted to talk about this download that you had. And she's like, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm just getting this blank. I'm not really getting the information. And and so we tossed it around a little bit. And then we just said, look, let's just start talk talking. And then it's going to start flowing for us. I just wanted to share that because I think it's really cool yeah. how we come about our topics. <laughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> And I also find it really fascinating when, <laughs> um, you know, I've written Fear Blocks Progress, right? We, we're talking about that and somehow that's come back to that, you know, so spirit exactly. takes its own little <clears throat> They know what they're doing. <laughs> to where we're meant to be. And, you know, it is fear that blocks that progress. It's the one of the, the hardest things. And, but if you do find yourself that you do, that you are blocked and you are in that situation, you do actually have to get back into your physical. 
So even though you're so in your physical, getting into your physical is also important to get out of it. Yes, you have to get um, grounded. Because when, when you shut down, you shut out everything. Yeah. Say you're just trying to shut out your fear of intimacy. You're now shutting down happiness, joy, um, yeah. anger, everything. You're shutting everything yeah. down. Yeah. So, so I would, I would go for it. For me, I would go for a swim. I definitely, I'd get in water because it's my thing. I would go to the beach. I would go with one person and just chat away. I'd go to a small group at a cafe where there's a bit of energy and a bit of buzz. And I would try and drop my inhibitions and just talk and forget about everything. And so that you can raise your energy level. And by doing that, you accidentally start opening up your intuitive um, and you start to, to break down little walls. And so get yourself back. You don't have to face that big issue straight away. Get yourself back to where you should be and then you start facing it. So it is, interestingly, the physical is one of the ways to get more intuitive. So it's taking the time to be silent, but go for a walk. So it's not sitting in bed going, oh my God, I'm miserable. I just don't want to be here anymore. I don't like people. I don't relate to my friends. That's not going to get you out of it. It's like getting out of bed, going for a walk, going around people, picking up energy. You've got to start moving energy. Like you've got to get that energy unstuck. So pick up a tennis racket, go and hit a tennis racket. If you haven't done that for 20 right. years, you know, get that energy flowing through your body, through all of your chakras, through all of your thing. And you'll find that you just start getting back into that. It's it's not yeah. easy. It's, it's really not easy, but um I found when I was, you know, I mentioned last week that I stage where I was like, everyone's boring, blah, blah, blah. What's wrong with them? Mm -hmm, and then, mm -hmm. you know, looking at this, I'm like, it was me. Like I was shut down. So I couldn't relate to those people. I didn't find that funny. I didn't, didn't read. I only heard what they were saying, not all the other little bits of intuitive stuff that would normally come with it. I wasn't picking up on their well, energy. But even that, when you get shut down like that, you're not connecting to your body. Yeah. So I can, I can definitely relate to this from a period in my life where life was very hard. I was going yeah. through a lot of very difficult times and I just kind of put my head down and plowed through and I disconnected from my self in, yeah. not, I disconnected from myself, but I was just having such a hard time that I kind of numbed out. Yeah. And so for me, what was really important was becoming very aware of my physical. And how does this, like say something would happen, I would have to, this is when I started following Matt Kahn. I just love that dude. I would have to sit in my body and something would happen that I found challenging or difficult. And I would have to sit there and I'd go, okay, where is this in my body? Yeah. And let it be there. And then I would, say it was in my solar plexus, I would just put my hands on my solar plexus and just let it be there. Yeah. And let, and you know, and just breathe into it. And that started teaching me how to get back into my body. Yeah. But I never lost the intuitive. No, I still was always fully capable of tuning in and, and doing readings and stuff like that. But when I, I got more balanced in the two is when things moved for me because when what they're showing me is that when we shut down our energy we shut down our bodies we shut down our emotions we're also 
stalling everything around us. Almost like, like what they're showing in me is like an energetic, like wall. Yeah. We're blocking things process. In your life, things in your life start, stop. Yeah. Moving. Yeah. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's saying blocking progress. Like you're not, you're not moving through life. You're, you're stuck in this you know, portion of life. And, and yeah. you actually start bypassing the heart chakra, the, you know, like you just take bits and you start doing that and you're not centered. And, and when you're centered and it goes back to your pioneer, just behind your third eye in the middle of your head there, where your decisions start being made there, they actually pick up every single um, intuitive style. So then you become intuitive throughout your life. And it's not meaning doing readings like it, it's, it's literally you use your, you, you walk around intuitively and you think, oh, I, I should have gone and done that or I'll do this. Or you just start knowing these things without doing it in everyday life. Or I might slow down here. Or, oh, I might get a park here because there usually is a park up there. But for some reason today, I just feel like I should park here. You start yeah. getting in sync with your intuitiveness. And that's where you want to be. That's, you know, this is where when we're talking about this, this graph, it's not that some people have a gift of being a medium and some people don't. It's about being in that intuitive line of your body that um, everything that you do is equally intuitive and equally physical. Um, exactly. Balanced. And again, yeah. it's balanced and integrating the two because until there's that integration, there's going to be this compartmentalizing of different pieces of you. Yeah, Because until you can integrate properly within yourself, with your physical, with your emotions, with your heart, and integrate that, what shows up outside of you and the way that you go through the world will continue to be compartmentalized. Yeah. When it's connected in with you, inside of you, you will stop compartmentalizing outside of you. Yeah. And, and I'm because sure because it, I, because it will come back, it will come into balance. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm being shown so, um, sorry. a connection of people too. Like they're showing that it's very difficult to do it on your own. So you spoke last week about one of your ways of dealing with things is to talk. So, yes, you know, definitely. sharing of information and they're showing me that, um, you know, we, uh, I'm in a few energy circles uh, and they all do different things, but but the ones that work the best are the ones that are dialogue. So it's where you get together. So if you find that you actually feel like you're in the wrong uh, level, to get together with peers that are actually the similar age and start to have discussions in a, in a, a closed open circle, if that makes sense. So in a in a shared space, um, you will find that that is one of the quickest ways to bring your energies level back up to where they should be because you start to flow your energy together um, and you then pick up on this. You know, we do some energy circles. We did one last time where we started holding hands and we were seeing each other's guides and it was getting quite, it was, it probably went way too high very quickly. I wouldn't do that often with a lot of high, um, intu highly intuitive people. But if you're trying to get it, grab someone's hand, you know, get physical touch with people, um, get that closeness of making sure you don't have to physically touch, but where your um, auras actually touch each other, it will help you level up to where that is. And, um, yeah, just try and relax and, 
and have no inhibitions around it because it you'll and, get there. And I, and yeah. And then I think it comes down to like, like for me with Kevin, I, I had a bit of a shutdown heart. Like I was scared to put it on the line. I want to know if this is going to work, if it's going to happen and if everything's going to be okay before I'm going to fully open up my heart and engage here and put, put it all on the line, you know? And, but I did that. I, I opened my heart. I love deeply and I risked it all. And now I'm suffering, but that's okay. It's actually better to suffer. What I'm learning is it's better to suffer um, with an open heart than to suffer with a closed one. Yeah. yeah. And I don't really know how to explain that. Anyways, um, what I was going to say is two things. One, I want to make sure that we provide actual practical down to earth, not like to me, when somebody says, and bless your heart, Nettie, this isn't meant as an insult. When you say standing close to somebody and your aura is combining, can we let like just ground that into be around people that you care about? Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So just so that the listeners can kind of have like a really concrete sort of process Two, and I'm just bringing this up because it's funny is, is one day I sent Nettie this, um, meme of this glass of water and it said <clears throat> um pour love and intentions and all of these things into this glass of water and then drink it to raise your vibration and what i'm gonna say is what i've learned what raises my vibration is working through my fears working through my stuff because the at the very root of the majority of our issues whatever they may be is fear yeah yeah. It doesn't matter how high your water is. It doesn't matter if it's alkaline or non-alkaline. Doesn't matter how <laughs> much you infused it with love. You have to in the physical, in the in the 3D world, walk through. You yeah. gotta face your stuff. You got to. If you don't, you're gonna just keep vibrating lower and lower and lower. Yeah. And so that's why sometimes when people say, oh, um, I don't want to be that person because they're low vibration, blah, blah, blah. It's because you're walking by somebody and your auras are touching and you're picking up on that. And it's making you go, Ooh, yeah, <laughs> you know, I don't want that. Yeah. 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 So we're actually um, just about out of time, but I want to hear from you what some very grounded sort of solutions are. If that's what you're finding is you're stuck, you're blocked, you're stagnant. Yeah. So for me, it's it's making sure you whatever you're doing, you're physically moving energy. So not sitting still. So going for a walk, going for the but if you can do it with other people, even better. So there's time to do it yourself so you can mind can think. And even if you're walking with someone and not speaking, having that energy together actually does help. Um, getting in a group of friends and actually sharing it. Talk about it. You might actually find that someone else has identical issues to you. Every energy circle that I've put together. The matching pictures in the room are amazing and everyone walks out. They actually feel almost like they're drunk when they leave. They feel like yeah. they're, you know, on this high. Well, so and, the, and the universe puts the right people in our paths that have the same traumas. Yeah. yeah. And if you just open up about them, there's way too much of us not living authentically and just being honest about what goes on for us. 
Yeah. It, you know, and it's almost this pride thing, like, you know, I'm a man or I'm this or I'm that, you know, I, I don't have feelings. Well, yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Yeah. And so does everybody else. So the right people will be placed in your and, path to hold that space for you. And one of the biggest things, the <laughs> truth unlocks so many doors, like honesty and truth is just amazing. If you're true to yourself and true to others, and, and that might just sound like a bumper sticker, but it's actually really real. So if you've got an issue and you actually honestly say, I don't like the way you do this anymore. I don't like the way I do this anymore. So work out what you don't like in yourself and stop doing it. Like change will will occur, but unless you're honest with yourself about what you really need to change, because we all mask, we mask with humor, we mask all these things. So I'm fine about that. I'm fine about this. And then you go to your room and you shut down into this ball and like, I don't like who I am or I don't like who my partner is or I don't like who, what my role or the way I get treated here. If you just actually speak up, you know, in your own family saying, hey, I feel like I'm the mum who's a slave or the time, can't you guys help out? And they're like, oh shit, we didn't know that. And so there's little things like that that you can start going, oh, okay, well, let's talk about it. You know, let's yeah, have that yeah. honest truth on the table and and you'll be received so much better than you think. Even if it's not the first conversation when they've had time to think about it, you'll be received so much better. Um, I 110% yeah. I agree and I found that with myself. So if I'm in like an anxious situation where I'm anxious, I'll where I'm having some anxiety and I'm like, Oh God, if I hold that in and pretend I'm fine, it does not go away. Yeah. And I sit there and I, it just gets worse and worse and worse and worse. Whereas if I can be brave, even if it's to a stranger, not usually, but if I had to, I would, but if you say you and I are out somewhere and I'm like, Oh man, you know, Nettie, I'm getting a lot of anxiety. Like I just got to kind of breathe through this. I've got like the butterflies in my stomach. My chest feels tight. Ooh. Yeah. I just, you know, Oh, this feeling, it scares me. Anxiety, the anxiety feelings yeah. scare me. And I've learned that. And how Very much does that much. relieve it though? Doesn't it by saying that? And then the next that person is my goes, point. Oh, I feel the same. And then you're just like, oh yes. my God. Or but even I don't if they even don't need somebody else to yeah. feel the same. I just need to be there. And I am very authentic and unapologetically me. Yeah. 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 And and that has opened up so many doors for me to yeah. healing. Just owning who I am. Yeah. I'm really terrible at that. Yeah. <laughs> That's something I gotta work on. Yeah, I got a hell of a temper. Yep. I know yeah. that. You know? But like I'm okay, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with the fact that I have a temper. I'm okay with the fact that I talk a lot or I'm loud. I'm okay with that. It's who yeah. I am. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. that it's that becoming into that authentic, honest, and really getting into those values of who you are. And it's okay. Yeah. And the truth is you will be attracting the right people into your life as opposed to people that you're acting a certain way to please yeah yeah you're not being the you you are and so therefore you're yeah yeah, yeah. and yeah. and change change is scary so discussion scary it often comes with it change to say i know well, i used to like vulnerability that. Yeah, I know I used to like that, but I don't now. Or I know that that I used to not say something about that, but I am offended by that and it's really upsetting me. You know, all those discussions 
they, they, they're they challenging and they're scary and but they have such a big reward at the end like your growth is huge and um yeah, yeah. yeah and, and you will open up that intuitive bit get back into the balance and at, at some stage I will because I'm you're connecting to, to yourself yeah I'm trying to finish all that I've done the graphs as I saw them um I'm just trying to put the dialogue the start of the dialogue to it so I will put it on our Facebook so if you join our Facebook page when it you know, that'll be the first place that I put it up and we can discuss it more and Tanya can have a good look at it and we can tune into some parts of it. I think what that it wants us to do is tune into sort of different areas of that. It's it's come in in sort of compartments almost. So I think we'll be unpacking it in compartments. Yeah. Fantastic. Because that's kind of like, I'm kind of getting similar type information, you know, as sort of evidenced by this, this podcast. So I hope that was um, clear to everybody that is listening, because we do really go in and, and unpack what it is that we're talking about. If there's any questions, if it's not clear, send us a message and we will 100% make it more clear. Thank you so much, Nettie, for coming. It's always lovely talking to you. And thank you everybody for tuning in and listening.